Hola amigos, um, welcome back to the Wild Chase or Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's your fearless leader, Rio. Uh, happy Pride Month, everybody! We, we made it to June! Technically, the other episode we recorded before Pride Month, and it went up the first week of Pride Month, and now, technically, this is going up during Pride Month, so we said it. Happy Pride Month. There you go. I should have thought about it when I was doing the posting schedule, but I'm stupid, and I, and I didn't. So, anyway, on to our players. Uh, Mao, first. Hi, I'm... Mao, I play Alexi Nepis, the human bard. Okay, uh, Mercer? Hello, everybody. This is your lovable Merc. I will be playing Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. And Shane? Hi, everybody. This is Shane, and I'm going to be playing as Tegan, the High Elf Eldritch Knight. Okay, and we won't be having uh, Jess for that, this session, and that's fine. Meanwhile, last time on the Wild Chase, uh, do you guys legitimately not remember where we stopped last time? No, we stopped at the castle. We just met met up with the king and uh, king in the chambers, and then we were about to go eat and uh, talk to my father. Yeah, but you were also invited to dinner with the king. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We we're about to go eat. Okay. Did you want to... Yeah, so that, that, that's a fairly good recap. You guys uh, resolved the issue in Braddock. Uh, Michelle was declared uh, the new gov governor by unanim unanimous vote. God, if I could speak today. Uh, you returned You returned to the capital. You brought uh, Aurora, Aurora and Milo to secede, that was dealt with, and then you, of course, you spoke with the king for a little bit before ma making dinner plans. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think we're missing anything, so we can just start from where we left off, where uh, Alexander was, had made arrangements, and is showing you guys to the guest rooms in the castle. So, if you wanted to have a conversation with him... Now would be a very good time. No reason to have a conversation at all. Uh, if I remember correctly, he wanted to talk to me about something. Oh, no. Uh, I, don't re I don't remember anything. No, Janice is the one who wanted to talk to you guys. I'm trying to fully remember. Guys, we're all brain dead. Holy crap. One second. <laughs> Honestly, the last thing I really remember was wrapping up with Michelle. I don't remember the whole invitation dinner and whatnot. So I remember us dropping the kiddo off uh, and Aurora at the ambassador's place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's what I remember. I just don't remember Alexander saying he wanted to speak with you. Oh my god, hold on. I'm gonna have to check notes. Apologies. Okay, I double checked my notes. We're we're safe, guys. We're safe. Okay, so yeah, no. Alexander did not want to talk to you about anything. I don't know where this where this confusion came from. That was like before you guys left, and it was regarding the ambassador. All right. 
So that's all actually taken care of. So if you guys, you guys each get escorted to your nice, your own little room. They're very Since fancy. it gets a room? Since it gets a room. How nice. But could you imagine, like, the, the, the maids in the palace, like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Sensei walks past, they're like, what? I don't know if his bed's going to support him. <laughs> Sensei doesn't sleep. Yeah, but we were talking about the maids. Anyway, uh, so what are you guys planning on doing? Are you just going to rest? Uh, well, Sensei's going to uh, figure out what room they've assigned to Sensei, and uh, then it, look for a... You were a, shown uh, to your room. <laughs> right, so after that, Sensei's going to look for a tinkerer's office or, you know, something of similar, so that way Sensei can kind of work on some dents and clean up the uh, scorch marks and whatnot. Wait, within your guest room? No, 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 no. Since he's gonna, once Sensei knows where the room is, Sensei's going to leave. They are not going to let you freely wander the, the royal palace. Oh. Everything is severely on guard. <laughs> Remember, Jan Janice told you at the end of the last session that somebody had already attempted to assassinate him. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, Sensei's practically the property of the kingdom. I figured to be okay for Sensei. Nah, the only person that probably has a uh, free range around here is me, and I'm not even going to risk that. Aww. Sensei will behave then. Like, as, as, you, were, as you were walked down the hall, they, there was a, a very high number of guards got within the castle, and, and a tense individuals, some of, them, some of which look like they haven't slept in a little bit. Oof. Do they salute as Sensei walks by? Bro, they don't even move. Like, if they weren't flesh and blood, you might assume they were statues. <laughs> Anywho, so you can you can traverse from guest from the guest rooms within among the uh, the group of you. Hmm. But, uh, How far apart are the rooms? They're all in the same hall. It's just past the hallway they won't let you go. Okay. Um, I guess after they show me my room and I'm inside of it, what I would like to do is cast a tech magic just to see if there's anything going on within the room. Um, there are... There are magical bath salts in the bathroom. They seem to have healing properties. There is, uh, the windows in the balcony are straight up warded. So it's, it's not like, uh, it's not like anyone can try to siege the castle. Like this, 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 this castle is pretty well def uh, defendable. Defensible? I'm tired. <laughs> just seeing that, talking about assassinations, just wondering if there might be anything else, so. But besides that, um, I guess I'm content with it. 
Is is Tegan going to take a fancy bath for the first time? You know what? He he, he might. He just may. Makes you know, himself a cheese tray and climbs in the big tub. Yeah. And speaking of cheese, everybody, today is National Cheese Day, so we're going to enjoy it. So we will do that. <laughs> as we date the video, as we date the video, what day is it? It is, it is the 4th, guys. It is it's National Cheese Day. <laughs> so, uh, greetings from, from the, the, the future. Some knowledge, if you didn't know. Oh, man. Okay, so Tegan's gonna enjoy himself. Uh, and uh, Alexi, are, are you like, are the rest of you just resting? Oh, def definitely gotta take a shower, uh, take a shower and freaking uh, rest up before dinner. Since they will make do with whatever uh, they have available to kind of clean up and, like I said, get the scorch marks off. And surprisingly enough, these bathrooms are like the like the guest rooms and everything. Like the uh, the cupboards and stuff for the bathrooms are equipped with like uh, with soaps, toiletries, uh, armor polish, boot polish, like just like like it, it's it's equipped like as uh, a fantasy luxury hotel you would expect. Like obviously the king the king's castle like they prep for for guests. Anywho, so um, as as you guys rest up for a while, you are eventually each alerted to the fact that it is time for dinner by a knock on the door. Alright, uh, open the door. Alright, uh... Sorry, I spaced out for a second there, guys. Uh, as as you were, uh, like I said, as you you're each alerted by a knock on the door. So once all of you open the the door to your guest room, there's a butler standing there as he as he says, "Dinner will be served in the dining hall. If you would follow me." How does uh, Sensei look? Was he able to clean himself up pretty well? Yeah, I mean, pretty well. Like he's he's got a, a dent here and there, but he's a lot shine or they're a lot shinier than they were. Well, I I was wondering like if he still had like anything on him. If the spell, uh, pre I can't ever say this, prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Yeah, yeah, like AKA the worst, the hardest what? spell to say. Whatever. I, I was going to say, like, if he wasn't, like, fully cleaned up, I was just going to touch him to get him, like, cleaned up for a bit. Oh, polished up. Yeah. No, yeah. he's fine. Uh, or they're fine. Sorry. Tired brain. Okay. So, as as the each of you have stepped into the hall, the only person who has not left their guest room is Haven. Get your boy. Yep. Time to go. Everyone's, or, well, I mean, also, uh, Masiru, but you can hear Masiru snoring through the door. <laughs> of course. So I guess whenever we get there, realize that Haven 
and isn't with us, and um, look at the other boys. Well, you're like, you're you're just out in the hallway. Um, are you going to tell them to go on ahead? Yeah, go on ahead, and I'll check on Haven. Sensei is following directions uh, with from the butler. So uh, the uh, the butler gives you a nod and and uh, says very well. I will escort the re- the rest of the the rest of your compatriots to the dining room and then I will return for you as soon as I can manage. And he starts walking down the hallway expecting, like, without turning back to, to look back, expecting the rest of you to follow. Yep. I'm following. As, uh, as you guys head on down, down the hall, and once you disappear around the hall, uh, I assume, are you knocking on Haven's door, or? Um, I was gonna try and kick it in. End up. <laughs> yes, oh my god, um, Oh my god, um, what is this? This is just strength. Roll roll me strength. Uh. It's all, let me a little more time. I got (laughs) a nine. You lean back, like, you just take a step back, ready, uh, arch your leg up and just... The second your boot connects with the door, the door rattles and you fall over on your ass. God damn it. Okay, so I pick myself back up. In full view, and... in full view of the guards that are that are stand that are standing watch nearby. Uh, they do for a split second stop stand like stop standing like on guard as tense as possible to look at you, and then they very quickly avert their gaze. At least they didn't mock me. <laughs> but um, getting back up, I guess since I kind of kick in the door, um, I'll try the handle, see if it's locked. And if not, I will start banging on it. As soon as you try the handle, it is, it's definitely locked. It is locked. So I assume okay, it's Plan C. <laughs> plan C. You start banging on the door. <laughs> are you saying anything, or are you just repetitive knocking? No, just repetitive knocking. After a few moments, you can hear footsteps on the other side of the door. As the door suddenly swings open, Haven's hand reaches out, latches on your fist, and is like, stop that. Well, well, well. It is time to go to the party. This is not a party. This is a dinner with the king. Well, you're not being punctual, so it's time to go. I don't need to go to said dinner. So, taking kind of like looks back and forth, like left and right, it's like, what do you mean? We all have to go to the dinner. Did you notice that I was not with you guys when you initially met the king? It doesn't matter. You're part of the party. 
but if I'm in, I'm like, it's already bad enough. And he's like whispering. He's like, it's already bad enough that I am in the, the castle. If I go to the, di the dinner and they notice something is up, we might be in trouble. Would you stop? Oh, crap. Sorry. <laughs> You're not muted, yeah. sucker. No. <laughs> okay. So, are are you really sure you don't want to go to the dinner? Like, whispering back. I don't want to get caught. <laughs> There's a difference. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying it would be really nice if you would be there, but... Do you want me to bring you back anything? Uh, anything that looks good. I got you, fam. I got you. Fist bump. <laughs> he just fist bumps as he, he shuts the door again? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I go towards the end of the hall to wait for the guy to come back. Okay, uh, as you go towards the end of the hall, there's, there's a maid actually standing there waiting, and she said... And she just smiles at you, and she goes, "Oh, I was I was told to to escort you." Oh, well, I appreciate you waiting on me, and if you are ready, so am I. Well, it's no trouble. Uh, come on, and then so she walks down the hall, away, and the you could see as you pass some of the guards, you could see the they seem to be fighting laughter a little bit as you walk past them. So it's like Tegan's walking by and in his mind he's like these sons of bitches, I swear to God. It's <laughs> instinctual response. Doesn't respond out loud, but it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean they did see it. Kick in the door. Hey, hey. <laughs> Strength is not my high point, okay? <laughs> Says the fighter. Uh, different and sorts. don't don't any of you people listening feed me that versatility bullshit. Oh, definitely. <laughs> anyway, versatility for real. Versatility for real. It's weird that the bard is the one with the highest strength. Uh, that's actually the best. Hey, man, they like it when you flex. You know. Yeah, I'll flex. <laughs> I'll flex my mind and my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's an Armstrong. Becomes governor of California. Oh no, shut up. I'm cool. no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> shut up. Uh, we're in Texas, sir. I'm going to replace Rick Perry. Shush, shush. I don't want to get sued. Do not talk about politics here. How we gonna, uh, That's not really... I, w I wasn't meaning politics. I was I just trying to say Arnold Schwarzenegger is pretty awesome, in my opinion, so... No, I know, but I just don't like venturing into politics. It's a slippery slope. Ah, yeah, oh, you're good. It is. I, I, Fantasy I'm politics good. only. Alright, fine, then I'm gonna uh, replace Arnold Platypus. <laughs> Barnold Takenator. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, Barnold Takenator! <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, so joking aside, sorry guys, we're messed tonight. Um, uh, so as the, the butler escorts you to the dining hall, uh, it does, you guys are walking for a couple of minutes, the 
the castle is quite big. Uh, as you reach the dining hall, uh, there is uh, a long table. It's it's it does seem like a it is of course a, a fancy large room, but it seems to be for the royal family and guests. It's not it's not anything suited for like a large party or anything. Um, as the as several of the uh, the other the other attendants sh show you to your seats, and um, a short while a short while later, Tegan shows up, <laughs> like a, a, a few minutes after you guys. Uh, the the table is set. There's uh, plates and everything. There seems to be a uh, a little basket filled with fresh biscuits. There are there are cups and everything. As the uh, the it seems the kitchen staff has already set everything up. Um, they haven't begun carrying out the food yet, but obviously they wait, wait for everyone to be seated before doing so. And as uh, as Tegan gets escorted into the room and shown to his seat, I don't know if you guys want to talk to him or not. Yeah, all right, Tegan. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. As a matter of fact, um, our friend won't be joining us tonight, but that is perfectly fine. But, uh, by the way, I'm slightly ruffled because, you know, tried kicking in a door, didn't work out. Wait, yeah. why yeah. did you try kicking in a door? Seemed fine at the moment. I mean, the palace. I mean, yes. <laughs> but on a good note, it didn't happen. So, no worries there. <laughs> ah, That's good. I think Alexi might have an aneurysm. Oh, 100%. <sighs> and uh, after a short conversation uh, between uh, uh, between the butler and Alexander, as he, he steps into the room, uh, they, they, they exchange a, a few words, and then the, the butler clears his throat and goes, Now presenting His Majesty, King Janus Casperin, and... The young Princess Brenna Casperin and Prince Lucas Casperin. As uh, he he steps into the dining hall, uh, followed by the the two children, and just sort of shakes his head with a laugh and goes, "You know, I don't need to be introduced every time I enter a room, right?" As he, he looks at the butler, and then uh, the two children go running to their chairs across the table from you guys. And he takes his seat at the, at the end of the table. And uh, he motions to, uh, he motions to the, the butler and the rest of the attendants, and he's just like, all right then. I'm certain our guests are hungry. Let's get everyone served. And Alexander takes a seat uh, 
to to Janice's left on the table uh, on the table uh, literally sitting across from you Alexi all right and as the 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 attendants begin pouring in uh uh, with with the first course, setting setting all the uh, the trays down and revealing a feast, which is consider which is considering surprising how considering uh, which is considered surprising with the uh, uh, the lack of resources lately. So uh, they they set everything up and another attendant begins pouring uh, pouring drinks. Hmm. And uh, as as they're they're doing all this, Janice has uh, settled in quietly as the the kids have already begun to you know do kid things at the at a dinner table. Uh, as uh, Lucas has begun folding the the napkins into different animals and starts making them fight each other. And Brenna is literally sticking her hands on every biscuit and stacking them on her plate. Alright. And uh, Janice looks over at them with a, with a soft, paternal smile, and then returns his attention to the rest of you and goes, Apologies, if there's any business you wish to, wish to discuss... Uh, it will. It may have to wait, depending on the subject matter. I promised these two a family dinner when I returned home. Not at all, Your Majesty. It's no problem at all. I'm going to look at the prin prince and princess real quick and ask them how their day how their day was today. And uh, they they exchange look, uh, it looks and they're like, "Did you bring the cat person back?" Uh, he is asleep right now. He'll probably be able to play, uh, uh, entertain y'all in the morning, whenever he wakes up before we head out. And Brenna Brenna basically puts her hands on the table, just sort of. Not not exactly standing up, but you know when when children will put their legs on their their knees under them on their chair to make them taller in in comparison mm -hmm. to a table, and she does this and goes, "I read a book that cat people they're 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 called to tabaxi. I heard they come from Druidland. Is your friend a druid?" No, our friend is actually a bard. But, he likes telling stories and singing songs. But aren't you a bard? And Alexander uh, comments on that yeah. and goes, there's more <laughs> than one kind of bard, your princess. And that is true. There's more than one type of bard. And she just frowns and she's as as she thinks about it and goes Well if bards don't if bards sing and tell stories, 
isn't that like it? Like what else is there? All right. Tegan's off to the side, just kind of like, <laughs> like slightly chuckling to himself. He's like, "Oh shit!" No, I, no, 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 no! I'm trying to think about this. How to how to perfectly do this? All right. I'm going to have her. All right. What what? What, all right, I'm going to look at the table. What do I see on the table? Ah, uh, food. There's, there's a. No, like, 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 like. Well, there's, there's a. Uh, there's a collection of vegetables. There's a, a roast hen. There, there's little. There's a little bowl with the uh, corn on the cob. I guess. <laughs> Man, I'm just talking about my own food cravings at this point. All right, all right, sweet, 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 sweet. We, we, well, let's just say we have rolls and all that stuff, correct? Yes. All right, sweet. That was the first yeah. thing that I said when they were setting up the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. So here's what here's what I'm gonna uh, gonna sh- show her something small that Bart's can do. Pretty much, I'm going to talk with. Uh, I'm going to toss Tegan a roll. Are you telling her okay. that you're doing this, or? Well, no. First thing first, I'm gonna uh, toss t- Tegan a roll. Okay. Uh... All right. Yeah. T- Tegan, I'm I want just... you. Okay. To toss the roll. Onto, I want you to toss the roll and make, make it land on Sensei's head. Oh. Okay. I I don't think I'll be able to do this on the first try, but I can certainly... Perfectly, perfectly fine if you don't do it on the first try. I'm actually hoping you don't do it on the first try. And the children oh, okay. are excited! <laughs> um... So, yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to do, like, kind of an underhand toss-up yeah. to where it goes up in the air and it comes down. Roll me, yeah. Dex. Hopefully. Seventeen. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I was really hoping. <laughs> you had uh, ro- Roll back for story. Roll back for story. I got an eight. No. <laughs> That's not how that I works. I mean, honestly, honestly, honest, no, actually, <laughs> honestly, the way it is, he gets to describe how he wants to do it. Okay. So, 17 stands. Okay. Let's go. As an overhand toss, or underhand. So, as you're saying, you, you make an underhand toss uh, to land the roll on Sensei's head. And... Second. I'm sorry. Second. They cut out for me. 
I said you made you made an underhand toss to to land the roll on Sensei's head successfully. Yes. Uh, okay then. I did not expect that. But now what? Now Sensei is going to glare at you while slowly <laughs> removing the roll as to not draw attention. <laughs> Don't look at me, big guy. <laughs> well, definitely the fact that she has to look at you because you. You're the one that did it. I it may was... have, I may have enticed you to do it, but you are still yet the person who did it. That's true, but you're part of the chain. I am... <laughs> but you are a grown, you are a grown adult that can honestly determine the fact that what is right and wrong. So I'm gonna go all through all of this and do a diplomacy check and everything about all this, explaining how it is Tegan's fault. Uh, Tegan's the one to be blamed and everything else. You're gonna try to persuade? Who are you persuading? Tegan that it's his fault or or Sensei Tegan that it's Tegan's fault? Sensei. Tegan and Sensei. Tegan and Oh my God! Roll. You best roll me <laughs> persuasion. I, I'm definitely down with that. I will let you all. I will let. I will let Sensei and and Tegan roll counter insight if you can see. You can figure out what this asshole's doing. <laughs> oh man! No, no <laughs> I like my odds. You like your odds. I like my odds too, baby. <laughs> I got a thirteen. I don't like Tegan's odds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a 23. <laughs> ha! 24. Are you sure? Yep. I got a plus 7 to insight. Oh, yeah. That's wisdom, isn't it? That's you what know? you are. Oh, crap. Okay, Sensei's like, hey, wait a minute. Whereas Tegan's just like, I guess I am Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> All right. Just sitting there, like, inner no. reflecting. Kind of yeah, he's sitting like, there reflecting oh. everything else like that. So now oh. I'm going to go. Talk, now I'm going to explain to the kids that, like, see, now what a good bar would be able to uh, now, thanks to uh, thanks to the fact of what I just did, taking over here thinks that he's the one to blame when, and I, uh, actually, I'm the one to blame. Everybody just sees Sensei circuits slowly fade from blue and start turning red. <laughs> And Janice is doing his best to not choke on his drink. <laughs> and Brennell's like, wait, so you're telling me I can make everyone think Lucas did something wrong and I'm the one who did it. And Alexander's yeah. just like, princess, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, yes. <laughs> as uh, as they, they carry on a bit uh, through through the dinner, uh, children making making a bit of a mess as as to be expected, uh, and Alexander actually s- stops and looks at Sensei and goes, you know. Until you brought one with you, I hadn't actually got a chance to see one of the Warforged in person. 
Well, Sensei's been a valuable help on our journey. There's no, I don't think we would have made it this far without him. Sensei's circuits are going to turn blue again. And uh, Janice nods as he puts his wine glass down and goes, Yes, they were a help on the battlefield. I'm glad that I commissioned them to begin with. Though the clergy has been a pest about them. Awena thought that she could be, that she could de- she could decommission them, all before I would have noticed when I hadn't even returned from the battlefield yet, because technically, as since they're chaplain un- units, they do fall under the clergy's responsibilities. However, considering they were commissioned by the kingdom, I stated very adamantly that she crossed the line. Though it is unfortunate that we seem to have lost numerous units in in the process before before the order could be rescinded. Not only that, I have the representatives from Parthus breathing down my neck. So Sensei's not going to say anything out loud at this news, um, but slowly the bright blue that popped up at the, the mention of Sensei being a big help is going to uh, deepen and darken into a very deep sea blue. They're just vibing. What a chill day. I do hope the food is to your liking. I did suggest that we we pull some some of the good stuff out for the for today. Oh, indeed. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, Would you mind if I actually take some back to my room? Well, of course, I'd hate to see what uh, any of this go to waste. Bill, feel free to take some of the leftovers. I'm certain I can have one of the kitchen staff grab you something to put them in. I appreciate you. Thank you. To be honest, I know that I, I like I said, I, I pulled out the good stuff for today. Just a little bit of a reward for the hard work you've all been putting in. But we have very few resources. And at this, at this, uh, you can see the, uh, the posture almost, like, his whole body just sort of relaxes, like, with a, a sigh of annoyance as he runs a hand over his face and goes, you know, when I first returned, the nobility had the audacity to say they wanted to throw a celebration ball. And yet, and he looks at, he looks at Alexander, he's like, how much? 
And Alexander, knowing exactly what he's talking about, approximately 45%, and almost cutting him off as he continues, 45% of our farmland has been completely destroyed in an, into a near unrecoverable state, thanks to the Hellions. Hellions, you say. I mean, I knew fighting, fighting against an army from the Hells meant that they were going to cause a great amount of destruction, but I hadn't expected that things would become so dire. And yet the nobility wants me to waste resources on a celebration, on a celebration where they, they get to drink fine wines and show off their wealth while the rest of the people in, while the rest of the people in Lamastus are starving. So what would you do about this? Thankfully, I've already assigned someone to the task. I myself am pretty good when it comes to combat and strategy, but I'm not really great when it comes to creative solutions. But Lady Araceli is already working on that. If the nobles would want a party and want to appear, appear like they're it want, want to keep up the appearances that that everything is okay we'll use it to fund to fund the correction of all of our of our problems regarding crops so she is hosting an art event where she's going to be selling off rare pieces of art to the highest bidder and the money from that event is going to the Druidic congregation so that they can send their Druids to help fix our fields. Uh, Sensei, again, still remaining silent, is going to give a very pointed look at Alexi. Okay, you give me a very pointed look. Alexi, do you have any anything you want to contribute to the conversation? I'm sorry, oh. I am very lost at this moment. <laughs> oh, if you're confused, just let me know. I am definitely confused. Okay, so Janice is explaining... Okay. That the nobles wanted to waste money on an extra extravagant party to celebrate the end of the war. Okay. And he told them no, because he said that was stupid. Because it is stupid. When, that they want a party when 45% of, 
of Lamastus's farmland has burned to cinders. Yes. You guys are you guys are in fall, so winter is coming up. Oh, so winter is coming. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? In my podcast. How dare? How, okay. Anyway, uh, he he was saying that they want it, so uh, he had put the task to Lady Lady Araceli had come up with a plan to give the nobles the party that they want while also solving their their crop problem is she's holding an art gala where they can where they're going to be auction, auctioning off rare and expensive art and art and antiques to the nobles and the money that they're paying is going to fund a contract with the druidic congregation from Druiland to have them send their druids to come rejuvenate the farmland yeah the farmland all right, sweet. Now, I just want to make sure, out of character, this, this Lady Aristotle is the one, lady we needed to go see about the painting to begin with, isn't it? She, yeah, she was one of the people that, like, of the the nobles that I gave you idea, I that gave you would probably know about that painting. Yes, she is. Yeah, Lamastus's premier art expert. Okay, so now I'm still trying to figure out why the heck Sensei's staring at me. At the mention of the paintings is when Sensei specifically stares at you. Okay, cool. Yeah, look, I already knew about the mention of the paintings. That's the reason I'm trying to figure out. I was like, "Why are you staring at me for that?" <laughs> are you having this conversation in character? Yeah, totally. No, like, Sensei is being silent and just staring pointedly and expectingly at Alexi. Like, come on, man. Because Sensei is not speaking right now. It's perfectly fine that Sensei's not speaking. So I'm just going to look around the room. I see Sensei staring at me. I'm just going to freaking uh, start patting my face like, I have something on it? Did I do something wrong? God damn it. Alexi, Alexi, perception check. Uh, 21. Uh, Prince Lucas has an olive and a spoon and is about to launch it at your face. Alrighty. And, and it, what's going to happen is, as soon as he, I see him do that, I'm going to catch the olive. Try to catch the olive. In your hand or in your mouth? Huh? In your hand or in your oh. mouth? Uh, hand. Okay, Dex. Dex? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it was going to be Dex either way. I just needed to know for context's sake. 19. As as he launches the olive, as his hand karate chops the end of the spoon to where he has it leaning on this edge of his plate, and the olive goes soaring at you, you just immediately catch it in the palm of your hand. All right. And he, he was looking at you, mouth wide open like a fish. He's like, that was so cool. Now, my prince, whenever trying to, uh, the, uh, whenever trying to perform a sneak attack on somebody, it's always, it's always well to, uh, to keep in mind that you must always make sure that they are not paying attention to you. 
Well, I mean, you were trying to figure out why the robot man was looking at you. It kind of seemed like a good, good chance. Hmm. And That's true. Brenna literally smacks him, smacks him on the shoulder, and goes, "Ah, oh, but it's Alexi. He sees everything." Seeing everything is a bit over over exaggerating the fact. It's just you must always be aware, uh, observant of your surroundings. And then I'm going to grab the olive and flick it back at the prince's uh, head. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, another dex. It'll be an easy dex, but still. Is, would it be dex or strength? Oh, you're flicking it. Are you trying to do damage? Well, I mean, it's still. Just straight up dodgeball her with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hits him in like, the I, eye. I think it actually might be, I actually think it might be strength. Well, then I'm, you're flicking I'm, I'm, it. I mean, it it doesn't really matter. You're launching right. an olive. I, I, like, I'm down with either or. It's just like, I feel like... There's a debate <laughs> on whether or not flicking an olive at someone is dex or strength. No, it's not this flicking is... an olive at somebody. I'm just talking about throwing an, a, a freaking object that's not a finesse weapon. I mean, it's an olive. That's for aim. I know. I mean, if you want At the mention of that, the prince noticed that, that the robot man uh, was staring at Alexei. Sensei is going to very obviously uh, try to act cool and not be staring at Alexei anymore <laughs> and, and pretend like he didn't get caught at all. Walls. Walls. Pick, pick. That's about 20. <laughs> I was just very... Yeah, just the royalty, not 20. <laughs> Waste a 20 on an olive throw. Good job. As, as, no, it's to prove a lesson. It's to make our, our, our royalty uh, our, our kingdom stronger. <laughs> just with, like... Destroy the child. <laughs> easy money shot. Just flick. It flies, hits him straight in the forehead. And it just, boop, lands on his plate. And he's just staring like, whoa. And Brenna is dying laughing. And, uh, Alexander is literally just running a hand over, like, across his forehead going, Alexi, really? Alright, I'll go to look at my father and, tell, uh, and say to him, like, it was a great, uh, it was a great educational lesson, lesson for him to learn at, uh, at this age. And uh, Janice nods and goes, "Agreed, agreed." <laughs> now, I believe you had uh, other, f you had uh, others with you when I saw you earlier today. You said the, the tabaxi is sleeping, which I would expect, considering the uh, update I received on the assistance that you provided to our to the ambassador from Jeweland. Um, was there not another elven gentleman with you? Yeah, but he's asleep as well. 
I did not see him the first time I met the group of you. Do you pick him up along the way? Uh, yes, I, uh, yes, I can. We, we did, we did pick him up along the way. He's been very helpful at helping us on our mission. Well, you best roll me deception. It's all pretty high. <laughs> Uh, I hate y'all. Uh, that's gonna be a nineteen. Okay, okay. And bullshit in the king. He's like, all right, as long as he's useful, I trust your your judgment on the matter. There are many things that we have to be concerned with as of late, and. He looks to to Alexander as he's as uh, he stops to take a bite of his own food, and Alexander clears his throat and goes, "I take it that is my cue to explain. We've been pushing off meeting. We've been pushing off assembling a meeting of the representatives from the, all of the countries in Aeon to discuss what to do about the wild magic." His Majesty is trying to wait until Lieutenant Lieutenant Radonis is located and brought back to the capital. Mm. Druillans are allies, so we don't mind having their ambassador here, considering that the arranged deal that Lady Araceli has set up for them to assist with our crop problem. However, I've done, despite their insistence of help, I've done everything, I'm doing everything possible to keep Staylor's ambassador across the sea. And there's, there's a bit of tension in, in his hand. You can see that he that he's clenching the fork in his hand. Uh-huh. As he says this, and uh, he he looks at at a uh, Janice for again for a second, and then continues. I he's like I personally would be would be glad if we never saw a member of the Oracle Society in the kingdom of Lamastis ever again. Sadly, that is not the appropriate response for an advisor, advisor to the king to give the queen of Stalor. Mm-hmm. So... My recommendation, considering that they keep sniffing around, would be get a full story as much as you can from Odwin when you find him so that we know that there's nothing there's nothing for the Oracle Society to sniff out. Understandable. And uh, Janice actually settles his attention on Sensei for a moment, and as he swallows 
uh, a bite of the chicken that he's eating and clears his throat. He looks at them and says, You're rather quiet. You do have speech built in, do you not? Yes, my king. I simply was observing decorum. I was only planning on speaking if spoken to. And he, he just rolls his eyes and goes, That would only... That would only hold merit if this were, in fact, an official dinner. As you can see, and he motions to the prince and princess, who have basically finished eating at this point, and they're making little tiny forts out of what food they can get their hands on. Uh, I'm breaking up bad? Like, my, my audio's scrambling? A little bit. Ah, Boo! So, uh, is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Hello? Yeah. So, yeah, so far. All right. As, uh, as he motions to the prince and princess, and they've basically finished eating for, at this point, but they're, they're taking the food and they're making little tiny, like, houses out of the food. They're just playing at this point. It's like if this was any level of professional, any any level of decorum, do you think these two would be getting away with the nonsense that's happening? I pray for your forgiveness, my king. I do not have the protocols uh, to understand the nuances of a dinner with royalty versus a royal dinner. I, I have not understood the difference. My apologies. Well then, let me make it easy. While we are sitting at this table, I am not to be considered royalty, but someone with a vested interest in the safety of Lamastis. Since they will go ahead and nod. I personally have seen the war forged in action well before I commissioned the, the chaplain units for the clergy. The first one I saw was when I was visiting the city of Parsis. And I was immediately impressed. I don't think it's my mic that's doing it. I'm the one who's just like going word by word. Cut out all the. Yeah, it. it just stops you mid mid word and then you just drop yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's doing it. I don't care. You should. I do care. I'm the one who's gonna have to edit it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said you should. You Shut should up. yell more. 
I didn't get any mic break on the yelling. I don't, I don't care. Know, right? I don't care. <laughs> ah! Okay, joking aside. Uh, where was I? You distracted me. Oh, yeah, he was saying that, uh, the first time he saw Warforged was, uh, when he visited Parthas. Would those previous models count as, I believe the equivalent would be my ancestors? Or older siblings? I think ancestors is more accurate, yeah. Uh, I believe so. You can consider that. If you can consider it that. They were impressive then, and given what I've seen, even the the version that we commissioned, such as you, is still just as impressive. Since it's going to beam a very, very bright blue. Your words honor me, my king. I only wish to serve and do my functions to the best of my abilities. Well, considering the problems of the kingdom, there will be plenty of time for that, as long as I can keep the he head cleric Awena away from you. In the meantime, and uh, his attention does wander down the table to Tegan, who I assume is still stuffing his face. Yeah. Pretty accurate. <laughs> it's just like you, your name. My name is Tegan. Voltaren, correct? Yes. I did have Alexander do a bit of research. Your predecessor, or maybe father figure, Kurt Volterran, correct? Yes, and so Tegan's eyes like start narrowing out of suspicion. I find that interesting. The Volterran name is definitely one known to Lamastus, even if it hasn't been heard in a long time. If you don't mind me asking, how so? Kurt, well, Kurt Volterran is one of the greatest monster hunter, hunters in, in the history of Lamastus. And probably the only one who's successfully killed a dragon. And I'm not talking those. I'm not talking those uh, scale-faced cowards over in Kyrese. I'm talking about an ancient-blooded dragon. Though he disappeared for a while. I'm sorry, say again. Though he disappeared for a while. 
Yes, that he may. And what do you know further of that? Well, many people thought he was dead. Well, the last time his services were commissioned by the Kingdom of Lomastus was by my father. So, what I will say is that I didn't know Kurt as a man of title. He was a person who wanted not only justice, but to reduce the suffering of those around him. I know that whenever he found me, we were on travels, and we did find a place in which we eventually stayed, which may be about where you say he disappeared, because we didn't have many visitors to say the least. But I will say if, it, if he is anything that you describe, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you remember anything about when he found you? When Kurt found me, I was... I don't remember much of my early life besides of being an orphan and then I was adopted to say the least by a high noble family and this family while they did provide food and basic nutrients to live I was essentially a slave to the masters. And Kurt found me one day while I was in the market of having to go and get food for them. And uh, at that time, I'm, I was clumsy. And to be fair, I stole it sometimes. <laughs> but I was running back to the noble's house with what they requested me to buy at the market and I bumped into him, tripped and he offered to help me pick up everything. Mind you, at the same time, he saw how, what's the word? Um, Malnutrients. Malnourished. Yeah. Yeah. Mal malnourished. I was, and uh, he offered to buy me some of my own food uh, before I left, which I really thank him for. In the end of things, um, he freed me from this noble house because. In the lower rooms, as they would call it, they would do experiments on their orphans. And he was there in that town to root out something that was going on with the orphans missing. And essentially, I have six circles on my back. 
of where they would put me on a rack and because I was elven and they being human and their ideas of my blood being worth magical sense to lead to something. Either way, he brought down that family. And then in terms of it, he offered me to join him. And, and Jen- given where I was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, given where I was, why would I deny something like that? And Janice does appear to be listening intent- intently. There's no real shift in his expression. Uh, just the plain, just plain understanding. It's it's not it's not really a cur- curiosity or or annoyance or or anything. Um, there is when you describe when you do describe the the experiments that that you you go through you do see disgust sort of flash through his face and um as uh, at this point when you when you've been talking about this the the children have wandered away from the table because uh, they were they weren't even listening to the the past bit of the conversation before he started talking to you anyway um as he he takes another drink from his wine his wine glass and sets it down and speaks and goes you know there's always been a disparity between the elven and human nobles in lamastus many humans either enjoy the fact that we they have a human king or they resent the fact that the nobles, that numerous of the high noble families are elves. And they'll claw their way at anything they can really get their hands on. The elves, however, seem to be either resentful of the fact that there's there's a human on the throne, or the more manipulative bunch seem to be under the impression that if one of us won't bend to their bend to their machinations they simply have to wait a short bit of time for us to die off and then they can try with the next one there is an advantage to having a longer lifespan but i always thought it, it might have We might have uh, humans might have a might have a shorter life, but occasionally that means that we have to live through the bad stuff for less time. I am deeply sorry that you've wa- that you've gone through such things, especially within my borders. I have been 
as vigilant as possible to clean up the mess that my father has left in this kingdom. The man was selfish, and he was arrogant, and he was paranoid. I was going to say, like, Tegan's just been kind of, like, staring down at the table while he's been talking, but, you know, I appreciate that, and, you know, I don't know, Kurt was one that you commanded, but either way, I'm just thankful for it, because when you're in a loop like that, age and time has no meaning. And for somebody to break that, I want to say thank you. Well, there's nothing to really be thanking me for, but Kurt, from what the things that I knew about him, was never really at anyone's command. I believe one of the last things that he did for the kingdom nearly got him banned from Lamastus. I don't think there was anyone who could tell him what to do. No, he was a person who wanted to do what he wanted. And... In the end, he wanted to build a cabin, and that's what we did. But, uh, I don't know if you've ever... Okay, so this part, kind of slightly out of character, but has this person never seen Kurt? Like, directly? Uh, I mean, it's the king, but he hasn't me, said whether me, or not he has. Okay, that's what is... I figured he might, but, um, pretty much Tegan reaches within a shirt and pulls out his locket, and, um, he's like, um, besides building the cabin that we did, this is the last thing that I have of him, and he, like, holds up, which has a little picture of him within it. Then, if, if I were you, I would try to keep it close. You don't have to worry about that. And uh, you can still hear the giggling off through the hallway as the kids are basically have abandoned the dining room. Uh, as he gives a glance to the doorway and is like, you know, those, those two are all I have left of Queen Bradia. Pure silence. And you're still speaking to me, correct? Oh, well, I mean, he's just yeah. speaking out loud in general. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he was saying, those two are all I have left of Queen Bradia. I think it's a cruel sense of irony that she died before me. 
You know, she was actually one of the kingdom's greatest knights, and the first time I met her, she punched me in the face. Me, I'm supposed to be the king, remember? Honestly, that sounds like a start to a good relationship. Well, I was infatuated immediately. And when I proposed the idea of her marrying me, she said, and I quote, What would I want to be the queen for? And I don't think I ever got an official answer. That doesn't actually sound like a yes, does it? But then we went through with the ceremony anyway. So I, so I assumed that maybe... That she did want to marry me. And as, as what he is describing, just for, for the, the common knowledge of the room, I mean, Tegan's a hobo, so, mountain hobo, uh, there was a big upset when, uh, when, Kat, when Janice married Bradia, because she was not from a noble family, she was a knight, she was a commoner, and she really did punch him in the face according to public record. Like, she, she, she basically, uh, she basically was difficult at every turn. Uh, when they, when they got married, she showed up late to, to their own wedding because she was botching an assassination attempt on, on one of the ambassadors. I'm sorry, darling. I'm covered in blood, but I am here. <laughs> and Let's according to public record, <laughs> she got married in full armor. Like, she did not okay. wear a wedding dress. <laughs> and not a single time did they did she ever let them put a crown on her head. But uh, unless you guys have uh, anything else you would like to discuss, or everyone but Sensei isn't enjoying their food. No, I'm enjoying the food. <laughs> is everyone Sensei is Sensei is still pretty awkward. <laughs> Meat Morp. I mean, Sensei doesn't know what to do in these kinds of social situations. He, he's used to, like, you know, the defect you know, the, the meal tent for the soldiers and, like, eating around a campfire. I mean, obviously him not eating, but them eating and socializing. Like, that's what he's used to. He's not programmed for this. Uh, Sensei thinks he's not special. And uh, one of the, uh, you see, uh, one of the attendants' uh, moments as you guys are finishing up your meal uh, one of the attendants walks into the room, and you do recognize him. He he works for your father, as uh, he comes running in with uh, with a, a 
what looks like a, a, a document, and he leans down, and he whispers to Alexander, and then he hands him the document, and then he gives a bow to King Janus, and then runs out. And uh, Alexander stands up from the, the table and looks over the document and goes, Pardon me, your majesty, if I might be excused. It looks like there's other things that need to be dealt with. And he, and the king, uh, the king nods at him and is just like, By all means. You work harder than I do lately. And Alexander stops, looks at all of you, stops on Alexei for a moment, gives you, uh, gives you a smile, and then, uh, says, I'm glad to see you all again, excuse me, and hurries out of the room. Well, okay then. And Janice sort of watches him leave for a bit and goes, Ooh, I hope that's nothing big. Okay. Well, if you guys have nothing further you want to do, I guess I'll let you finish your meal in peace. Oh, 100% we'll need to finish the meal in peace because I'm thinking about other things at the moment. Okay. Like, in-game, in-game, in-game things. Just, just No, you're good. Things. So as as the meal finishes and uh, Janice bids you all uh, good night and you're escorted back to the guest rooms... And Tegan gets to sleep on the biggest bed he's ever seen. I was going to say, before we go, uh, I'm just grabbing the leftover biscuits the little girl didn't eat, considering they yeah. left them. Bring them in my bag. But, <laughs> Taking uh, everything. Yeah, but as, as we're walking, I guess, uh, to the escort, uh, just ask them like if I can still like have like an extra like side serving delivered shortly. And uh, the butler gives you gives you a nod and goes, "Yes, I can have that arranged." I did I did hear His Majesty say that you could. Um, I will have someone deliver that shortly. Thank you. I appreciate you. And uh, as as you guys reach your rooms, or I guess you're gonna say good night to each other and then go to your own rooms. Yep. Whoa, speedrun edition! Wow, this is the least difficult thing we've done. <laughs> as uh, as you each split off and go to your own rooms, uh, and just just as the butler had said, uh, shortly after, one of the attendants brings you a. a a plate with uh, with a, a covering over it taken. Okay. Um, I thank them for it. And after I watched them walk off, I will walk over to Haven's store and <laughs> so I I'm just gonna politely knock this time. And I'm going to rap, like, three times to see if he answers. As, uh, after a few moments, uh, the door does open, 
like a little bit. As you can hey, see, but... you can see his eye through the crack. Hey, buddy, I brought your food. And then he, he lets the door swing open and he's just like, alright, <laughs> gimme. Let's do this. So, I guess I walk in there with him. We hang out for a bit. Hang out and eat food. And, Pretty much. And judge fancy food. Oh, yeah. They're having a bros night, guys. Okay. Uh, anywho, I assume you guys you guys are getting a long rest in a fancy bed. And you know what? You know what happens when you guys sleep in the king's castle? What happens? You get five temporary hit points extra. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. Always sleep in the enchanted castle, folks. <laughs> Anywho, and you come around the, the next morning. Uh, I mean, you guys have had a strenuous day. I don't care. I don't know if you want to sleep in or it matters what time you guys wake up, but it's morning. <laughs> the, uh, the sun is shining. There is a lot of noise coming from outside, which was basically the same as yesterday, considering all of the uh, the changes and stuff that are going on within the castle. So, what are we doing today? Uh, well, Sensei will uh, go and find Alexi, which shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, that's the literally right next door. Right. So, since he'll knock on the door. I open the door. Alexi, I require your assistance. What's up, Sensei? What do you need? Well, since our encounters with the Hell's Spawn, and uh, our time spent in Braddock, I have come up with a few ideas for modifications that might make my frame a little more efficient, be able to operate a little better, but I require a workshop and possibly an assistant. Hold on. So you're ask you are requiring some modifications and everything. Not requiring. These are just ideas that I've come up with. Wanted to give them a shot while we had some downtime. Okay. Now, what exactly are you trying to, or are you looking for in particular? Well, a workshop with very fine tools would go quite a ways to supplement my 
repair kit would need to be able to remove a great deal of my exterior plating in order to expose my inner workings but there are some areas in my chassis I will not be able to reach so um, it's five nights at Freddy's it's five nights at Freddy's back out of there and say no so I imagine tools and plenty of table space or perhaps just a place to rest uh, the pieces that I remove while I am working on them and repairing them. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see if we can, let's see if we can probably find out about that. Your assistance is greatly appreciated. Not a problem. All right. So you're just looking for a workshop that you can easily work on and that nobody can bother you and you can just get assistance with what you need done. All right. So you don't want anybody touching you. Since I didn't say that. Well, I mean, he said that he's going to need an assistant for the parts of, parts that he can't reach. So he does want somebody touching him. Who does want somebody touching him? All right, got it. Oh. <laughs> Weren't you guys supposed to find Matissimus? Yeah, that was the original plan. But since 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 say wants to do it that way, we could easily do it, handle that though. That is not a problem at all. Since it has a single track mind, we have noticed, uh, Mister destroys gates and doors. <laughs> no, poor. Sensei is still learning nuance, all right? Like, if Sensei doesn't understand nuance by the end of this campaign, I have failed. So how's Alexi going to approach this? Well, it's, it's simple. I'm just going to take you to a black, uh, take you to a blacksmith shop. In the in, in the castle. They're okay. going to the castle smithy. Oh boy. Yeah, it's not really that hard. Okay, well, you just have to flag down somebody to escort you over there. But otherwise, yeah, no, that's pretty easy. Uh, is Alexi, are you going to be his assist? Or are you going to be the, their assistant or? No, nah, I don't think I'm that that qualified for that. So I'm gonna ho hope the uh, blacksmith have time for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tegan Unless is, I otherwise. assume, in a food coma. Yeah, I'm a noon kind of guy, so I don't know how early this is. Tegan and Haven fell asleep talking about what cheese is better. 
course they did. Having a cheese debate and the guards in the hallway are just like, oh my god, go to sleep. <laughs> Could you imagine them having a cheese debate and it turned violent? <laughs> that would be hilarious. I told you the best cheese is brie. It's Gouda, you slander. No, it's from the slums at Patty's shop. She has the best cheese. Who the hell are you? <laughs> could you yeah, could you imagine just violence oh, and no. shoes and the guards are just like, should we interfere? <laughs> Do you really want to get in the middle of that? <laughs> like, no, no thanks. Anywho, joking aside, so uh, food coma. Tegan will be up for a bit. So the the uh, attendant escort, escorts you to the uh, the castle smithy, and um, when you get there, there is uh, uh, there is a man there. Uh, he's a, a half orc, surprisingly, big burly beard, bald head, and he's got tattoos going across the, his head. Um, he's got one tusk; the other one seems to have been broken. As um, he's working on uh, what's, what looks to be a sword, but there's some weird, uh, like, some weird glow about it. And after a bit of working on it, and the edge seems straightened, and it seems like all he has to do is cool it, he goes, BAH! Tosses it, tosses it into the water barrel, and stands up, and is just like, now I'm gonna have to start over again. And he turns and suddenly realizes that you guys are are waiting in the doorway. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, well, I was not expecting guests. Today was my day off. What can I do for... And then he looks with, like, a little crinkle and focuses and goes, aren't you the Nephis boy? Yes, sir, I am. Hmm. Something tells me this is going to be strenuous. Whoa, what can I help you with? Well, sir, right here, my friend, uh, my friend Sensei is needing help with, uh, is going to be needing help with certain modifications, uh, certain modifications. I was wondering if you could help him, help him, help him out if, if you could, if you have the time. And, uh, he just squints, looks at Sensei, and goes, Oh, that isn't a person! Oh! Dang! I just thought it was a big armored fella. I really need to start paying attention. Yes? I, I want to say yes. I'm, I'm genuinely fascinated. And he, he Sensei will cut in and uh, turn bright blue and uh, uh, salute the smith and say, this one is known as Special Envoy, non-denominational, spiritually encouraging individual. It is a pleasure to meet you, Fine Smith. That is a long-ass name. I'm Emmerich. I want to say I appreciate you for saying that. <laughs> really I'm laughing. I, I love it. <laughs> I haven't gotten a whole lot of opportunities this campaign. It felt like the right moment. <laughs> good, good point. 
Good point. Because, like, whatever he says it, it's just instant, instant serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so the smith goes, that's a long-ass name. Uh, I'm Emmerich. I'm the smith for his majesty, the king. And I was in the middle of something when you walked in. I'm sorry, what is that? That was one of the Warforged to the King commissions, isn't it? Yes, sir. Hmm. And he's running a hand over his beard, and he's just like, Well, here's, here's the thing. I, myself, will not touch a tool. Because I, as an employee of His Majesty, cannot be touching the Warforged while their Parthasian ambassador is here complaining about us destroying the Warforged. Kinda sounds like a sticky situation, and it's my day off, and I don't feel like getting yelled at. I will assist, but you may make the modifications to yourself. Are we good? Sensei? Sensei's gonna look at, uh, uh, at Alexi. And I'm saying, Sensei, is that good with you? Alexi, if the smith is unable to assist... He said he will be able to assist, as long as you're the one making the modifications. It says he'll continue... With the physical labor required, I will require your strength. And he just full-on flexes, like, muscles, and is just like, are you calling me weak? <laughs> no, Goodsmith. Simply that you had just said that you would not lift a tool... In this circumstances, I did not want to put you in a compromising situation. So what, what I'm hearing is that this metal man does not understand conversational cues. Got it. Alright, so I will assist you with modifications, but if anybody asks, I did not do it. So, Sensei will, uh, the cir magical circuits will flash yellow for a little bit, kind of dimming in and brightening uh, pretty quickly in repetition. And then Sensei will turn purple. Uh, the magical circuits will turn purple. Ah, I believe I understand. Yes, this is acceptable. Thank goodness. He's capable of learning. And Emmerich uh, turns and looks at Alexi and he's just like, Is that all? Or you're not going to ask me to do anything else, right? Nope, I don't have any reason to. Okay. Alright, Metal Man, get on in here. Let's see if we can pop you open. Alright, so, um... Just to kind of breeze past the copious amounts of boring stuff that I've thought up in regards to this, we'll say that uh, Sensei 
walks uh, Emmerich through the process of taking off the the, uh, the exterior plates. Um, basically, this is Sensei's level up. Uh, since Sensei's not a living being like the rest of the party, this is kind of required uh, in order for Sensei to get better. Alexi, are does. you Alexi? Are you watching him pop Sensei open? I should actually pay attention to that, shouldn't I? That's what I was asking. Are you leaving? Yes. <laughs> no. We, no, we trust Alexi to pay attention. Mm, nope, I'm leaving. <laughs> He's like rolling the dice. He's like, peace, sucker, just vanishes. <laughs> so, um. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> As Alexi goes skittering off to whatever Alexi does around around the uh, around the royal grounds, uh, yeah. So as you are giving the instructions, even though you are giving specific tenuous instructions like that are that even a baby could follow, um, half of the work uh, Emmerich is getting done before you finish the end of your sentence. So, it, it, as uh, as he's just humming to himself and just like, do, 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 and just like beatboxing his way uh, through uh, removing the chest plate and everything, um, you do hear a mumble under his breath and nod every so often. So he is actually listening to you, but as, as he's unscrewing things and he's just like, it's very intuitive. Like, uh, like basically gives the, gives the implication that this was, this was a a practice that was meant to be easy enough to do. In case you, Uh, in case you needed repairs or a modification. Well, I figured Sensei just has their own blueprints downloaded in the instruction manual as well, so, um... So Sensei will pause the instructions uh, after a little bit and uh, say, It is only due to the uh, ingenuity of my creator, Matissimus, that I am able to be as versatile as I am to include being able to self-repair with minimal assistance. Have you heard of my creator by any chance? You seem to be well-versed in craftsmanship. Oh, I know enough about it. Uh, at least with uh, the king making the commissions. I personally looked over a lot of the armor and metal metalwork before uh before anything went off to the battlefield but yeah i mostly just saw the prototypes but uh no haven't actually had the the pleasure of meeting your lady creator just yet though i heard we might considering the fuss that that the ambassador's been making I will admit I have been in a state of anticipation for that meeting. 
Well, I imagine it would be quite like a reunion of one of your fair swords coming back after some time away being used and then returning to your workshop for repairs for you to lay eyes on it once again. And I his, can... his nose sort of crinkles in response and goes, I don't have any love for the weapons that go out of my shop. If I, if I had to... Back when I, before I was the king's smith, I basically just created weapons for fool adventurers who would run off, get themselves killed, and then they'd get pawned or sold back to me and at some eventual time. Very rare did weapons that actually go out stay out there. If a weapon's doing its job, it means that someone's getting hurt somewhere. I don't care for the weapons. I care for the people that they go to. Ah, my misunderstanding. The teachings of Mordedin quite honestly led me to believe that craftsmen have a fondness for their creations. A lot of them I do. see I was mistaken... A lot of them do, but there's a difference between putting your heart in the steel and putting the steel to to, to protect your heart. There's yeah, yeah, most people aren't as um, aren't as uh, interested in what the weapon's supposed to be doing, and are more interested. And how the weapon looks, or its c capabilities. So Sensei is going to slowly turn from his throughout this conversation. Slowly turn from the the customary blue, that bright blue, to uh, dark blue, and then to a, uh, a a deep green. And uh, as the uh, as you've settled into this deep green. And the uh, the last piece has has come out, has been removed, and he removes the the last bit of the chest plate, the last layer that that removes to for the center. Uh, he stops, and you do see the uh, the uh, the light pastel green of his eyes. You can almost see like his pupils widen, like he's a cat, as uh, the the surprise hits his face, and he goes. Now, I know you have a manual, but I don't think this is supposed to be doing that. And uh, as he sort of takes a step aside, and you can see it in the reflection in one of the shields that are laying against the wall, the, the interior of where the, the mechanisms and everything, there is a, a little centerpiece of the, the core of, of your, your Warforged being, technically what would be your heart. And it's uh, there's an, the energy source spinning within a, a, a gyrosphere, and there is bright, like a, a deep green. It's it's bright in like light, but it is a deep green energy that is sort of making it spin, like spin so quickly you can no longer see the rings of it, as there are little bits of 
of uh, little bits of just little, little zaps or little bolts of energy coming off of it. Okay. Um, from what Sensei has in his programming, um, what is it supposed to look like? Uh, it's supposed to be uh, a dull white light. Oh. So the multiple, multiple prismatic spectrums of everything else that's happening, uh, that's not, not in the instruction manual. That is not. Okay. And that uh, is actually... Since they will... That is actually where we are going to end for the night. <laughs> oh, one heck of a cliffhanger. I hate it. But, uh... Like I said, I, like, the last episode was two and a half hours, so this is not bad for one. Um, we we started out, uh, you know, the the casual stuff, the dinner, the even though we're we're all exhausted. Sorry, fam, I would have been more eloquent about about being a DM, but I worked like an insane amount today. Uh, uh, sh we didn't do announcements at the beginning of the video, but it's still the same stuff. We're gonna be at Anime Houston. We're gonna be at Anime Dallas. If we're going to be at other places, we will totally let you guys know. We'll definitely give you the heads up on that. Once again, it's National Cheese Day. If we find out, when this episode comes out, if we find out that you didn't eat cheese on this day, we're going to fight you. Like, I, I even had bacon cheese fries. So, like, with... Hands ready to eat for everybody. Fight you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I can literally picture Tegan saying that. And just Alexi being like, Tegan, no. <laughs> uh, anywho, oh, we don't really have any other announcements, I don't think. Mao, do we have announcements? Are we missing anything? Nope. Okay, sweet, we good. Uh, I will make, uh, I'll definitely make a video for Pride Month on the channel. I'm so sorry, I'm bad at updating. Uh, we will record a new episode of Monster Hunter, maybe, uh, this week. But uh, one will definitely be coming out soon. We're not going to let June pass by and not, not record one. Uh, we, while, uh, and then, a, the, it, it is it is back, back to bi-weekly. The Wild Chase, it is, the, the, the schedule's been straightened out. We're good. Uh, I'm floundering, guys. Are we missing anything? We good? Um, Once again, happy Pride Month. Everybody enjoy, celebrate, have fun. If you're not enjoying yourself, we will break into your house and throw you a party. Not really. Please don't be mad at us. Don't sue us. We're not going to show up at your house. But if it is your birthday, happy birthday. Okay, I take it back. We might break into your house. We'll just make it a birthday party. Joking aside, uh, thank you all so much for joining us, and to be continued in the next episode. Bye! Bye! Bye!